I V M. Folks, welcome to Besa Besa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and today's episode is unique because for the first time we are talking about a credit product, but that's trade finance. Right? We've spoken about loans. We've spoken about BNPL. We've spoken about a lot of stuff on the credit side, but we've never spoken about trade finance. Don't worry, we'll try to make this as accessible and as understandable as possible for you guys. Why is this important? A lot of you guys who are listening into the show could be entrepreneurs in the small, micro, medium space or MSMEs as we know them. Some of you guys could be actually looking out for trade finance and i think this episode will be really useful for you and if not then it's always good to know about an area which was normally considered institutional or probably for the hnis and now that's becoming accessible to the retail public and startup world it's called democratization but let's leave that aside so my guest today is ram ayer founder and ceo of the vayana network that's v a y a n a and we'll be talking to him right after this short break and welcome back folks ram welcome to paisa paisa thank you so much you know thank you so much for doing this for our listeners hey anupam thanks a lot for having me on the show yaar uh, i've been quite a fan of a couple of the you know watched a couple of episodes uh, to it uh, great to be on the show very kind of you thank you so much how do i pronounce the organization the you know the firm that you represent vayana vayana it's vayana and it actually comes from a sanskrit word which uh, represents uh, is, you know means weaving so the whole idea really is that how do we kind of weave the uh, you know small businesses in this country uh, into the financial world so that's how the reason why we picked up that word and of Excellent. course i i wanted an indian word when i started this company i didn't want to kind of name it uh, you know anything else sure so tell us what it does because our listeners might not have heard about it so we can just have a small two minute intro into what vayana does of course we'll get into details as we go into this episode Yeah, so we help uh, small businesses who are engaged in uh, you know buying or selling you know from other businesses uh, for their own you know uh, companies, factories for their services, whatever that they're doing. Whenever you buy and sell, you need credit. Uh, that's a simple fact, right? I mean, even as retail consumers, we today get credit if you go to a pharmacy shop or to a retail shop. Similarly, I think all businesses require credit. um credit is uh, you know not easy to obtain if you're a small business and it is definitely not easy to obtain affordable credit so all that vayana does is to make sure that people can get credit for the things that they buy and sell and uh, the word we use is supply chain and uh, very quickly supply chain all it means is that uh, you know you start want to make a car uh, there are 30000 people who are involved in making a car from other companies right i mean uh, maruti requires 25 30000 people to help them to make a car hmm. so all of these guys are in that supply chain now each okay. of the 25 30000 have further businesses that we supply to them so you know if you just put it all together it's a chain of suppliers and uh, they need financing for anything that they buy and sell to make the goods right so that's all that is okay trade finance okay bit of a technical word let's probably just take one small step back for our listeners right now if someone out there is an sme or an msme owner he'll know what we're talking about which is basically payables and receivables so as a chartered accountant i know that those are both different sides of the balance sheet but for regular listeners just break this just break this down what exactly are payables and what exactly are receivables so you i mean payables is as the word says if you buy something you have to pay the you know people somebody who is supplying to you right so you know you are running a small office and you somebody is giving you mineral water a dispenser right i mean on your dispenser you are buying mineral water dabba from them every day you need to pay them so that moment he sends you brings you one mineral dabba and put it in their office he will give you an invoice and you have to pay him at some point in time 
right so that becomes your payable similarly you have a customer and you supply him something um you are going to invoice him and then he has got to pay you um so there is no difference between you and me individually when we go out to buy and sell uh, what we uh, you know have similarly businesses uh, basically they every business only does one of the i mean as does three things oh. it buys it makes and it sells right and so whenever you buy and sell that means you are talking to other parties and therefore every time there is such a transaction which is called trade uh, when you buy or sell you basically take on an obligation right either you take an obligation to provide a good and get money or you buy a good and you have to pay Mm-hmm. um and that for when you buy a good and pay it becomes payable when you sell and you want to get money it becomes a receivable so it's 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 uh, you know just two terms for that okay now that we've got the basics out of the way let's talk about the use case here right and let's put ourselves in the owner or the msme's perspective let's say that someone is listening into the show let's try and explain why do msme's need trade or channel finance right when they already have options like maybe business loans loan against properties loan against securities stuff like that so you just explain this to us what's the use case here yeah so i mean if i am a small business and i go to my bank and tell them look i need loan um so the first thing he's going to ask for a security he's going to say that you know paisa jaya jaidat kya hai aapke paas you know building land something you have to give a security for the loan you take and that's how you get a loan from a bank today um if you want to take a business loan which is you know what you get today in smss right uh, you are qualified for a business loan types those are all very very expensive loans you know 25 30% really uh, loans that you get so in effect for a business if it wants to get money for the trade credit it requires for whenever it buys or sells it needs trade credit one of the nice tools is what's called supply chain finance channel finance trade finance whichever what you want to call it and that actually finances the trade it is not financing you as much as it's financing the trade between a buyer and a seller and that makes it very interesting you know uh, therefore uh, if i'm a small business let's say manufacturing nuts and bolts and i am supplying to bajaj auto you know just as an example i for me to go and i'll need money because bajaj auto is not going to pay me immediately it's going to pay me in 30 days or 60 days whenever i sell to them i need to buy raw materials i need to make stuff and all that so i need you know credit i need some cash where do i go and get the cash now if i've got a loan from a bank i can use that but that loan from the bank is very limited because it depends on much property i have or plant or machinery i can afford to get right so then the question comes is that can i use the trade that i've done with bajaj bajaj ne bola you know you send me a uh, lakh rupees worth of nuts and bolts can i use that to get credit and that's really what uh, the, re- the way supply chain financing works it basically says that okay you have if there is an evidence of a trade if anupam has actually sold to ram and he anupam and ram both agree that such a transaction has happened then we are ready to step in and you know uh, pay uh, ram till he gets the money from anupam uh, so that he at least has the cash uh, to run his business so i think that's all that in effect um, the reason why supply chain finance is so important or trade finance is so important because it lubricates this whole process of buying and selling you know i mean jo hum log kata book kata books bolte hain retail mein i think you you know you all have been running a consumer shows so there's a lot of you know consumer credit that happens mm. the same principles actually hold for the business side also uh, in the sense whatever you are wanting to consume or whatever you are wanting to kind of uh, get for yourself you have to finance it and i think that's what businesses require credit for supply chain finance ends up being most cases unsecured credit and it's a cheaper credit because you know usually if you have bajaj auto on the other side people are ready to take the risk on you they don't care you are a small guy so i think the whole idea really supply chain finance works so well is that it actually uh, takes into account whom are you buying and selling from and if you have comfort in that party you can say okay i don't care whether you are small uh, you know you don't have a balance sheet you are too you will not be able to get credit normally but because you are buying and selling from somebody else we know 
we will now give you money so you know if you take a mortgage loan today if you have a guarantor uh, then the bank is ready to kind of reduce the interest rate and give you right if you can say you know some large guy is my guarantor and they have a lot of comfort obviously your loan uh, mortgage loan ka rate kam ho jata hai housing house finance ka similarly in this if i'm doing with somebody else little bit bigger then i can use that comfort to reduce my cost of interest okay and that is all really supply chain finances theek hai fine so what is the current problem statement in your view right where are the gaps where do you think that um an msme or an sme whoever it is is not able to get this so on your website for example when i had to look at the vayana website i like the three words that you use out there you said affordable easy and fast okay so maybe if that helps you frame um things that way you just explain to our listeners yeah sure so i think uh, you know one of the common myths really in the market um, everybody says there is no access to finance or to credit for a small business which is not really true you always have access to credit the question is what cost uh, right so you know if you take a kirana wala today in india his net margins are typically 2 to 3% if i give him credit at 2% a month effectively i am saying jo bhi aapne kamaya wo pura main credit cost mein le raha hu right so i don't basically get any net margin at all at the end of the day so the question really is that can you give him affordable credit so that's the first problem that we want to solve for him and because you are kirana wala nobody is interested in giving you credit so cheap i mean if you are a large corporate people will come and give you credit at 20 paisa per month mm. but the moment you are a kirana wala they will say oh we don't know you you may run away tomorrow with our money so we will give you at 2 rupees or 3 rupees for every you know 100 rupees that you take now that is really the issue that you try to solve that's the first problem the second problem is that you don't have collateral right as a small business so how much credit can you get you will only get credit as the amount of stuff that you have if i have set up a 1 crore factory with plant and machinery and i say look i'll give that as collateral maximum loan i'll get is 50 lakhs you know today if you as a consumer go and try to take loan against shares from your bank or loan against property Uh, you will get fifty percent or seventy-five percent margin only of that cost, right? Similarly, for a small business, that so is num. It cannot grow. So th- the second big problem in India we have, and which is I think a very important problem to think about, is that if you are born as a micro business, small business, you remain a small business all your life. If you are born as a small business, you remain a small business. It is very difficult to move and grow from a micro to small, which is our fundamental problem. and the only reason why that doesn't happen as fast as we would all like is because people don't get access to affordable credit that's so that's the first very important thing to solve the second is how much work do i have to do to get that credit now the biggest resource issue for a small business and i think all the small business guys who will listen to this podcast will agree is time it is actually not anything else it's actually time because uh, you know you and i have lots of people around us who will help us to you know the show for example probably has seven eight people who have coordinated to do this show in a small business like that same fellow is buying selling uh, you know he's stocking up the goods he's arranging the goods in his shop you know if you go and stand outside a kirana wala which is my favorite example you will find one poor fellow is doing everything right and the morning seven se raat 9 baje tak he is the guy who is kind of doing everything the question is that he doesn't have time Now you tell them lamba kinchar form barna hai. You have to do hundred things to get access to this credit. He can't do it, you know. Um, so I think that's the second problem that they're trying to solve. How do you make it so simple that he doesn't really have to spend time on this, and that he gets credit affordable and uh, fast and easy, right? Actually, and last is the fast part. The fast doesn't mean that you know I, you see these groceries now coming in ten minutes and five minutes. A lot of people think credit should be instant, you know. And now we have this BNPL kind of mechanisms which say. you know the day time you type purchase you will get credit now in companies and businesses that is not what is required what is required really is consistent sustainable credit think uh, i am going to keep on buying is if i run a kirana shop today i am going to keep on buying from hul merico goods i continuously need throughout the year credit so don't give me instant credit give me 
sustainable consistent credit so i think that's a third problem we are trying to solve and that's really what we are working on we are one of the big things we want to do is that we want to get the kirana wala same interest rates as a typically large business would get um, and i think that's a real important thing for these kirana walas to then say okay i'm earning more money now instead of one shop i will open two shops or this 100 square feet ka shop main isko 200 square feet karta hu you know that's the only way we all can grow as a country yeah, otherwise we will remain this lot of moment pop shops chota 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 business which don't scale yeah. so i think that's a key thing yeah yeah and i think one part that people don't get is that the guy who's doing that kirana shop is not doing it because he's wants to make money in life he's doing it because he has no option correct and these are also huge uh, employers of labor a lot of Absolutely. like you said you know you're just talking about the one guy who's doing everything but you know even he has to survive so he'll probably right. hire one or two more people anyway so it's a huge topic because there's a lot of capital that's you want to call it ungainfully employed with these guys you spoke about a margin of 2 to 3% now imagine that someone who's putting his life savings into a shop he's not even making cost of capital out there correct so that's what i wanted to ask you do you you know how do you manage this i mean are you an nbfc because this is an underserved segment of the population right okay. no bank no nbfc would touch this because probably have a very high npa rate so before we go into the break ram can you just tell us maybe something about your business model do you just you know do you just root finance from are you just a platform or just help our listeners understand that so i mean look uh, i want to actually give you a very simple analogy because you you know this uh, i think a lot of customers will understand this is that today when you go and use a credit card to pay for a transaction do you really even think about it you just treat it as a payment transaction right and it is so standardized you have that 4 inch ka plastic oh merchant ke paas ek pass machine hota hai you put it in and then you put in your pin and the transaction is over correct and it's a very standardized process um and that because it is a standardized process and you regularly keep using the credit card and the merchant has lots of people coming and using the credit card it's very easy to create models credit models and therefore kind of decide the risk right can you do the same for business to business transactions that's a fundamental question you have to answer if you want to reduce cost of credit you have to basically say that can i make this whole process so simple and then for get lot more information and therefore this kirana wala who otherwise i would have not known uh, or i would have had to send somebody there physically to check whether he is really there now actually i can figure out his entire business uh, very easily then i can decide my risk is not so much you know i don't know if your personal example none of the kirana walas for the last 10 years that i have seen have gone out of business mm-hmm. they are all there only i mean they usually have not only they have dukan and they also stay in the same premises right it, it's a very classic case right mm. so you really have a very very stable business um and therefore you would want to give it credit which is a very low cost the moment i can make it all this transactions to be all digital i can make the process so simple i can give these guys like lenders a lot of transparency into the data then i can push them to give credit at a low cost ultimately for a lender what is the issue i mean why does he charge 2% to a kirana wala because first he says i don't know the guy Two is that its credit is very small. It doesn't work for me because I have to do a lot of work to give him that credit. Third is that I don't know when he will use it. Fourth is he will say that you know, look, I, you know, the whole cost of just getting him, servicing him is just too costly because that fellow will keep on asking me for help. Uh, what Vayana really does is remove all those issues for a bank or a NBFC. It just says I will make it so simple that your actual cost of financing a Kirana Wala is very, very low. and therefore you can reduce the cost of interest that you are passing on to him so ultimately all we are saying is aapka jo bhi cost hai normal like loan servicing to a kirana wala hai main usko sab kam kar deta hu to fir aap you can instead of saying 18% 24% a year you can can you give it a 12% or 13% or 14% right and that is the only thing that we are trying to do and the reason why we are not a nbfc or a bank 
is that ultimately unless you are a bank you cannot have low cost of funds uh, today if i set up an ndfc i have to borrow from the market at 12% i have to lend at 24% only na i mean i have to have that margin whereas if i am a bank i am probably borrowing at 4% today in the market so therefore i can lend at 12% also i make 8% correct so the idea really is for us has been that can we get banks big banks to get interested in the small credit um, and make sure that all the general risk that we see in that business we remove uh so that they can actually say look there's no difference financing an hul to financing a kirana wala right i mean ultimately the size of the business is very different but we have the same information the same mechanism the same cost of servicing so therefore we have no problems in servicing it so i think that's what we are doing got it so folks we'll we're just going to small break now but stay tuned because on the other side we're going to take a live example how does this actually work for the kirana wala that ram spoke about we're going to get into all of them so it's going to be really interesting and i've always had a lot of questions from a lot of people who spoken about how they go to the neighborhood shop like ram said someone that they seen for 20 years right and these people are doing well like 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 ram said probably because they are staying nearby and they've got their own staff who also come from close by so chal jata hai kaam matlab you know you kind of make things work but how do you scale them you know how if you know someone maybe this can be useful to him can we probably go and talk to that to that shop owner and tell him that Hey, this might be some way for you to reduce your cost, okay? And we are going to get into all of that on the other side of this break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And welcome back, okay, Ram. Like I said at the at the end of the first half, let's get into a typical trade finance transaction. You know, just to understand how it functions. I know. Let's take the case study of a Kirana guy. Since you're talking about the Kirana guy, and he buys from everyone. He buys from a Levers, Unilever, buys from a Colgate, buys from a Marico, and he stocks all of them. You know, or same guy could probably be an MSE who's into ball bearings. Probably needs a lot of stuff from a lot of people. Right. Um. Let's say that he's got receivables of a crore or you know whatever number that you're comfortable with. Walk our listeners through the process of being able to use your services. How does this work? So first and foremost, let's look at a Kirana Wala. I'll take Kirana Wala because that's one we see every day, right? So you know, for your listeners, everything will be kind of very easy to understand. As you very rightly said, a Kirana Wala is buying from a bunch of companies. So who are these companies? He doesn't see a HUL ka chairman coming and selling to him, right? He sees a distributor or a agent who is coming in every day in a motorcycle, takes orders and delivers goods to him. This is the guys who are very comfortable with the relationship they have with the Kirana Wala. Uh, so they are the ones who know the Kirana Wala day in and day out. They're talking to him. He sees them as family. right this distributor in turn is working directly with an hul or a marico to source goods from them and sell it to the kirana wala that's the supply chain and industan labor selling to a distributor the distributor then selling to a retailer now industan labor may have say 10000 distributors or 3000 distributors or whatever be the number each distributor is probably servicing 1000 2000 3000 kirana walas so if you look at the chain that's a way to kind of think about this whole problem right instead of going to every kirana wala you go to hul from hul you go to every distributor and from every distributor who refers to you say he says a azar kirane wale am you know i give them regularly goods and they want credit right and he knows exactly what they are buying from him he knows what they are you know purchasing from him when are they paying him typically so he gives you a lot of that data up front so the idea really is then to make the process so simple for the kirana wala that he doesn't have to really go in and say i want money he is already being referred to by us to us by the distributor guy who is meeting him every day mm-hmm. and the distributor is saying look if i if he gets credit you will buy more from me you will free up my balance sheet so therefore there is a lot of interest for me to kind of do this business credit with you and the retailer says kirana wala says that yaar mereko paisa to mereko 15 din ya 30 din ke baad dena hai and i don't want to have any cost to it 
So effectively, that's how you create this whole system where you say that people who know the Kiranawala, who have been trading with the Kiranawala, who have been collecting money from the Kiranawala, they are the ones who bring you into the equation and say that, Vayana, can you set up a program that, you know, uh, there are, you know, in Pune, for example, let's say there are 2,000 distributors of all FMCG guys. We service about 1 lakh Kiranawalas. We want to get those 1 lakh Kiranawalas credit. That's how you kind of create this whole infrastructure where suddenly you get scale now, right? And then you can go to a lender and say, look, I'm giving you 1 lakh Kiranawalas. Together, they are buying 400, 500 crores of item every month. Then everybody is very interested. Okay, now from a Kiranawala's perspective, let's see what does he want to do. What does a Kiranawala today do today? He is sitting in a store, a distributor comes to him and says, He is taking an order and then he is saying, okay, I will deliver it to you. He is giving him an invoice or a, you know, some parchi that says that you owe me 5,000 rupees or 20,000 rupees for this order. Can you, and today all distributors are having one smartphone and they are taking the order. If you nobody is writing it on book notebook, right? I mean, today everybody's doing that. We utilize that same set of devices that they have. We don't ask them to do anything new. Vayana does not believe that we have to create one new app, one new URL, new thing for the Kirana Wala to know. They're saying, on that, we will pick up the information and we will, you know, make sure the credit is available. So, really, from a Kirana Wala's viewpoint, we don't want him to think about smartphone. You know, it's very interesting. A lot of people don't have smartphones. You know, we think everybody has smartphones. They don't have smartphones. Second is that the owner might not be there in the shop at that time. You know, is Chotu or uh, somebody else's spouse might be in there. And they may not have that smartphone that in which you have put that app. Third is that all of these guys have prepaid numbers. Uh, they don't have one universal number that you can keep on assuming every month is the same number. They keep changing their numbers. So you don't want to get into any of those assets. So you want to tell that Kiranawala, agent aayega, order usko. And then he will show you the app, his phone, and you accept the order, and we will make the payment happen. That's all that the process we require you to do. We don't want you to change anything. We don't want to teach you a new stuff of how to get credit. And that's why I said this has to be easy. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest issue for the Kiranwala is time. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, when that distributor guy is talking, already three customers are coming and talking to him. Somebody else is coming and asking for credit. You know, he's dealing with five things at the same time that uh, the distributor agent will order there. Eh? And it's all, yeah, I, you know, I spent two, two hours every Saturday, Sunday with Kiranawala just observing what they do. Wow. And you will be impressed by the, I mean, if all of us MBAs like to talk about time management, you should go and listen, learn from him or her time management. They are awesome. They are true multitaskers. So multitasking environment, we are saying, don't worry about getting and doing stuff for getting credit. We already know this fellow is you're ordering from him and he's supplying to you and he has known you for 10 years or five years or three years. And therefore, we will just use all that information and give credit. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry about this. So that's how the process is. The process simply rides on the fact that there's already a relationship. Um, you know, Mia Bibi hai yape. You know, the relationship is there. They've been married for a long time. They regularly, you know, are dealing with each other. Therefore, we'll use that as comfort. So I think that's okay. how it very works. Okay. How does this work for the bank or the NBC? Or oh, that's not your job? That's, well, it you is. Know, you it is. So, we, we, you know, in many ways, we are the uh, rails on which all the three parties, it's a three-party mechanism. Very simple, right? You have a distributor, you have a Kiranawala, and then you have a bank that has to finance this. Uh, so ultimately, we have to take the transaction to the bank and we have to show them there is actual trade that has happened, uh, which means an invoice has gone and the Kiranawala has accepted its obligation to pay. And then once he has done that, then credit will come from the bank. Right. So you have to do that entire mechanism. It is you have to complete the loop and the loop doesn't stop there. Afterwards, finally, after 15 or 30 days, Kiranawala has to pay the money. Uh, so you have to make sure that payment also happens. Right. Because otherwise, it is not like a one endless thing where only gets credit and he doesn't have to repay. Right. You have to make sure the whole cycle happens. 
So from connecting the Kiranawala distributor to the bank, getting the transactions to the bank's lending systems, to making sure this credit automatically flows in, and then it is tracked right up to you know when the repayment happens, is really what Vayana does. Okay. So if I've understood your model right, then you would be making some money from you know selling the platform or selling the stack or selling the APIs to the distributor and to the banks, or is there something else? No, no, we basically look, I mean, the, our role is very simple, right? We are we have put a pipeline. We have not stopped the pipeline. We have ensured water flows to the pipeline. And we are charging on basis of the water that is consumed. Correct. And who is the person who is consuming the water? It is the bank. Because who is giving the loan? The bank. Who is earning interest is the bank. So we really, all our monies come from the banks. We don't take anything from the Kiranawala. We don't take anything from the distributor. We take it from the banks because the banks are the ones who are making money by providing credit. We are bringing water to the banks, right? I mean, we are bringing these customers' transactions. Otherwise, they would not have been finding it easy to kind of access. We are bringing it to the banks. So therefore, the banks are the ones who pay us. Excellent. So now let's look at this from the Kiranawala's perspective, right? Because a lot of these small business owners, um, the owners, that is, not the people who work there, obviously, because, you know, they're two different people. Let's say the owners that many times use, I don't know, their personal credit cards or take very expensive loans, like you just said at the start of the show. Maybe they've got their own, um, you know, portfolio of stocks or property or somewhere and they take loans based on that right what solutions would you suggest to these business owners you know who might even be listening on to this episode so i think one very important thing to understand is always what is the cost of credit you know and one of the themes that we are very very concerned about is that we don't believe enough credit uh, education has been happened to all small businesses uh, so a lot of ways uh, loans and credits are sold very badly and you can't really don't know the cost of that credit. So you have to be very careful about what credit you're taking. You know, you gave a good example of credit card. You know, so credit card, if you pay on time, then it is a zero cost. Ever try paying it after that day. Just look at how many you know fees get added on, yeah. on a daily basis. So if you are if you are a business that is so confident that you can pay on time, then you have no problems. Moment in any business, there's always going to be what you call unnecessary, right? Abhi 15 mein aapko paisa dena hai, you might give it on 16 day, 17 day. Credit card might be very easy, but you're going to spend a lot of money if you delay your payment. Similarly, you say that, look, I have to uh, take a bank loan and I'll give it. Please understand that the cost of bank loan is not the interest rate alone that they charge. They ask you to lock a property. They ask you to lock some collateral. They ask you to provide documentation. There's a lot of cost other than the interest cost that you pay. So one has to always kind of understand what am I getting into, uh, you know, and always make sure that it is working with respect to the net margin of my business. What, again, I know what I said in the show, Kiranawala is making 2 rupees and 100 rupees of sales he does. And his cost of credit is going to come to 2 and a half rupees. You effectively have removed all his income away. Now, does he know that he's going to pay 2 and a half rupees? He doesn't. Because it's the same thing. Like all of us get conned into teaser loans or not knowing like BNPL. You have to know the cost of actually taking it on. Hmm. There is nothing free in this world. Uh, so therefore, if if it sounds very lucrative, please look at the actual fees. And I would say that is very, very important. Therefore, a lot of the Kiranawalas, one of the things that we have noticed is that you have to tell them, look, you sign an agreement. You just sign. Mm-hmm. First of all, that agreement is in English. It is 24 pages long. And he just signs. It is like, you know, when the credit card cases, you have an agreement. Aata hai. I don't know whether anybody, you know, when it comes in that nice envelope, we just take the credit card and we throw everything into the garbage. Oh, bill, right? These days it's online, right? You already put your signature out there. Right. You just agree. <laughs> you have no idea what you have agreed to. And in a business, you have to be very careful what you have agreed to. So I think the key thing really for us has been that 
look i mean don't just look at 1% or 2% look at the total cost and make sure that your business is in a place where it can give it because last thing you want is to get yourself into a trap the second thing you have to be very careful about with all of these businesses because they earn so little from their existing business they are always trying to find new ways of making money right so the you will find a lot of kiranawalas are into land property dealings because unke paas isme to paisa nahi ban raha so they try to figure out there are other ways of kind of making money right so you have to be very careful where the money is being used because you know land and everything else if they lose money they lose big time so i think the key thing really for every kiranawala or small business a ball bearing business whatever you are making is to first understand your margins in your business very carefully and then be able to say this cost of credit doesn't match with my um, um, net margin and i do i think they have an intuitive sense you know you know i i suspect most kiranawalas would be iit ready you know if i look at their mathematics processing that they can do arithmetic processing they can do they are all very sharp guys but somewhere they get lost in this marketing spells and end up taking credit that they can't afford to repay mm. and i think that's the key thing i would say we have to really guard against you know i mean we, because otherwise you know the whole party will end you know we are today in a party where you know all every day morning you can take out the newspapers and all you will read is about credit 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 bnpl opl yeah. credit <laughs> Uh, that party will stop the moment people don't repay yeah. and people will not repay if it is they can't repay right i mean uh, it, let me flip this ram you talk to a guy who's in credit works or a bank or works for an nbfc and he'll he'll tell you i don't do bottom up pyramid because i mean i shouldn't be calling them bottom up pyramid but you know what i mean because you know i peer bolte hain usko deep tier financing deep tier okay so <laughs> user right right it's expensive for me here you know I have, right. i have to print out forms i have to dedicate resources who are not cheap for me and when i look at the overall thing i'm better off just taking up you know maybe a 100 crore per year manufacturer or whatever you know crankshafts or something or ball bearings and i'm more more comfortable like why should i go so from from a bank's perspective what's your point of view what you know what would you tell them so i'm um, look i mean i would tell you the same thing what is retail colleagues have figured out right there are lots of anupams in this world so yeah you know i give a credit card of 1 lakh to anupam i will not make much money on it but the fact is that there are millions of anupam i am going to if i look at it as a portfolio i am going to make a lot of money on it now the job is really from vayana kind of guys is to really figure out how do i give them the numbers right if i do one kirana wala your friend is not going to be very happy doing it who is sitting in the nbfc or a bank Hmm. If I give him ten thousand kirana walas, then he is fine because one lakh into ten thousand adds up to hundred crores. That's the equivalent of that. Then he's going to say, "How much work do I have to do? Because if I have to go and do a lot of work to get this business, then I'm not interested because then it doesn't work for me." So our job as Vayana is to make sure that cost is very very low. Then it's a compliance issue. Then it's an audit issue. There's a risk issue also. You know what we are really trying to do is saying, "Okay, let's add up all your costs. Uh, take one hammer to it." and start figuring out how to reduce each of those costs so that it makes it actually uh, logical for you to do this business to aapko 10000 kirana wala chahiye to get 10000 karte hain you know you want to kind of make it all digital we'll make it all digital if you want to make it all uh, you know it's such a way that you don't have to get into servicing we'll take care of that so every piece of your cost let's kind of cut it down and then give you the yield that you typically give by giving the under crore to the crankshaft or ball bearing guy Mm-hmm. and make it out of uh, kirana walas why are you concerned whether it is one kirana wala or 1000 in fact it's very good for a risk if the loan is spread across many people right as opposed to one guy so in effect that's all we are doing our job is to make sure that the economics of this for a lender for a bank or a ndfc is fits into their you know criteria 
टिपिकल बैंकर दैट्स वाई नेवर डिड सप्लाई चेन फाइनेंसिंग बिकॉज फॉर एम इसमें बहुत काम है यार चक्की पीसने का काम है ये तो यू नो आफ्टर सम टाइम से बॉस इसमें आई नो आई वुड रादर लाइक यू सेड डू लार्ज नंबर्स एंड फटाफट यू नो आई साइन एंड एग्रीमेंट एवरीथिंग इज डन दिस इज अ ट्रांजैक्शनल बिजनेस आई हैव टू कीप ऑन मेकिंग श्योर एवरी 5 डेज 15 डेज पीपल यूजिंग द क्रेडिट एंड दैट्स वेयर वायना काइंड ऑफ गाइस बिकम वेरी यूजफुल सो हु आर द गाइस हु वुड डू दिस बिकॉज़ बैंक्स लाइक यू सेड वुडंट डू इट एनबीएफसीज प्रोबब्ली वुड डिप देयर फीट इनटू इट बट इवन दे सो व्हाट डज द गवर्नमेंट हैव अ ट्रेड फाइनेंस विंग especially for this or how does this work normally so we get the banks in so we work with the banks and now in fact we have you know large banks who work with us uh, to access this kind of pools of uh, debt uh, and finance it and only that's the only way you can reduce the cost right i mean so right. what we have done is to make the proposition uh, beneficial to them we have made the proposition you know viable for them uh, by saying that whatever the issues you had with doing this business we have removed those issues away and we have you know made it easier for you to get into the business we have made it easier for you to operate this business we have made it easier for you to show that you have yield uh, on this business similar to you giving going to maruti and giving him a 1000 crore loan or under crore loan we can give you the same kind of yields hmm. world over supply chain financing offers one of the best risk adjusted returns for banks wow i didn't know that yeah seriously is. yeah because look what are you buying taking credit for what do hmm. you use i call it a dal chawal business you know what are you paying credit for the kirana wala is paying credit for buying hul's products or a png's products which he needs because that's how his business will run he needs it every day correct so therefore that business is not going to go away right covid came which is a sector that remained you know everything mm. that was dal chawal remained mm. you know you could live without some you know avocado uh, ice cream maybe <laughs> but you couldn't live without dal chawal right or biryani or whatever it is sorodo bread i think but that is sorodo bread <laughs> so i, I think he is that the key is that so that's why the risk is so low because nobody really defaults because they in kind of roz ka chahiye inko so they don't want to default on it if you give them affordable credit they will not default you will give them high price credit oh bolne wala ki yaar i don't have money i can't you know even if i wanted to i can't repay this i'm going to default moment you make it affordable for him he's going to say hey, boss is cheap hai tikau hai you know this is very easy to take and i need it for my business why will i not prioritize and repay this first before i pay off anybody else i want to pay this and that's why world over you will look at it supply chain financing offers you the best risk adjusted credit if you go directly to a small business and give him a mm. loan mm. that's actually riskier than financing his trade very interesting and you know yeah. I, i mean it's not to make fun of the sordo bread and the avocado guys but and ram you would know this right because in the pandemic what's happened is that a lot of educated people for whatever reason some poor, some people were unfortunate enough to lose their jobs and therefore went into making their own thing and selling it online we we see a lot of ads of all these people who've reached out to the communities they're not going to get funded by vcs okay tomorrow if a sardo bread baker starts his or her own business online she he or she also needs to buy that material and for all we know might actually be looking for someone like you to help him or her out do you do you think that's happened in the last couple of years i think quite a lot i mean quite a lot because obviously credit was uh, not available and if it was available it was very costly and first of all nobody wanted to give credit I, I think you know the first uh, few months of pandemic, uh, which subsisted around to the end of the pandemic, I think, and then we have had this all these Greek alphabets threatening uh, every day some new uh, variation of the pandemic. Um, I think uh, we are seeing that while credit has become easier and easier for people who anyway would have got credit, it has not become easy for people who really need the credit. Oh boy, what a fantastic point! I mean, you would get SMSs. I I get SMSs almost every day. Your okay. loan has been approved. I'm <laughs> like. Dude, I don't need that loan for God's sake. Someone who actually needs it is not getting it. 
Correct. And so that, that's a big issue. And second is that even if you want to get credit, what is he getting credit for? I mean, you know, oh. it's very costly credit. So which anyway, poor fellow is already done the bits end to how to make his business uh, survive. And then you tell him, no, I'm going to charge you 3% a month. He's not, what is he going to do? Right. So ultimately, I think we have seen an explosion of those requirements. And we keep on believing, look, this, you know, just to give you an example of the guy who is unemployed and started a bakery in his house. Now, where is he buying stuff from? He's buying stuff from a larger player. He's not buying bakery products only from, you know, very small guys, smaller than him. He's actually buying sugar. He's buying, uh, you know, uh, dough. He's buying flour. He's buying a bunch of things, all from larger guys. Use that relationship and give him credit because we know that he, you know, he's going to regularly buy it. You have to support him that way. There's no other way of supporting him. And I think that's really very become, you know, one of the things that we have to understand is that, and you made a very interesting, good point that they are large labor uh, employment generators, right? A Kiranawala employs three to four people. Startups don't employ so much, you know, for the same amount of business. Uh, so, you know, while we all, uh, Vayana kind of startups are all nowadays very much in news and, you know, uh, we, will, we are not employment generators the same way. I, of course, Swiggy, Zomato, I, I would give them a lot of credit. They do employ a lot of people. But, you know, a lot, lot of startups are focused on not having too many people. A lot of your small businesses have a lot of employment generation capability. And that, I think, is a crying need for this country. So you really need to allow them to kind of do business. What does doing business mean? As I said, you buy, you make, you sell. Please provide them money for that. You know the purpose of the credit, provide them credit. I think that's where I, you know, somebody's asked me, budget ke kya chahiye? I said, tum buy and sell, usko yaar simple karo yaar. You know, I mean, just make sure that you can buy and sell. And uh-huh. the cost of financing of that is very low. That's all he needs. Then you yeah, yeah. have to kind of do it. I mean, you know, uh, uh, one of the things why Indians go abroad and become very successful is that the friction that they have to endure for doing anything is so low. Yeah, yeah, we have to that. reduce the same friction. We have the same Indians here also will do exceptionally well. It is not yeah. that, you know, we have suddenly become some different being when we go to a US or Europe, right? We are the same people. Uh, we just have to make sure the friction is low. Just we have to keep that friction low, very low. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I mentioned that point about the Kiranamala employing labor and therefore a large amount of labor being, because we know the statistics, 80% of India's labor is informal and on this podcast on, on Pesa Vesa, every once in a while, we try and actually look at this topic of informal labor, right? We, we've spoken with LaborNet, we've done pensions with, uh, for in, you know, pensions for informal labor with Pinbox. And I hope that, you know, people who are listening to this also find it useful. You can't have development of 80% of your workforce. It's a gigantic workforce. It's probably the, my guess is it's probably the population of US. You're talking about 35, 40 crores, probably that large. They need opportunity. So I get what you are saying. So let's make it easier, Ram. How can our listeners reach out to you? Maybe there's someone out there who's listening to this and find this interesting. How can they learn more about Vayana? So I think one of course, you know, please visit our website. Uh, please write out to us on the website. There are people that you can reach out to. Uh, there are our contact details. We have an address, unlike a lot of the uh, <laughs> tech companies. Uh, so, you know, if you want to write to us, you want to snail mail us, you want to email us, you want to call us, all of those details are there. And we want to hear the story. And if you do want to hear the story and we want to figure out how we can help you. If we can't help you, we will figure out who else can help you. Uh, because I think, as I said, you know, ultimately, if we are financing trade, our very, very selfish interest is to make sure trade volumes are going up. Uh, so if today we can't finance you, we still want to keep an eye on you to make sure that tomorrow you are ready for taking the financing, right? So ultimately, that's what we are into. And I think that, please reach out to us, you know, I mean, sure, in sure. any possible way that you can. I mean, okay. and all of our information is there on the website, yeah. So, folks, all the uh, uh, the credentials, the website, the, the social media handles, everything of Vayana is on the episode description. Just look down. 
look at your mobile or your laptop screen and then you'll find everything out there i'll just spell it out for you v a y a n a okay ram so i want to just sneak in this bit of unrelated question to this entire thing just because this i've heard a lot about this product and probably maybe someday i'll have someone from this uh, field on our podcast but you would know you, you would have heard of a lot of call them platforms call them tech companies whoever who actually arrange for people like you and me retail investors to finance trade finance you know could be in the form of right. invoice bill discounting or whatever it is and they offer pretty good um rates of interest i don't know i have never personally invested my money in this i don't understand it you have any idea about what this about or any point of view in general so i think uh, look i mean as i said uh, you know supply chain finance is the most well risk adjusted return it gives you so and uh, the fact is that you require it daily so therefore it makes very logical sense that if you make it an asset class um, and say that there is a 45 day loan you want to give and you can earn 12% annualized on it uh, there will be a lot of people like you and me who otherwise would have put our money in fixed deposits or mutual funds would find it very attractive to kind of put the money in so the basic thesis of it is very simple all of us have some pool of capital that we want to get a very good returns on and this is an asset class that generally has been very safe and therefore when we put money into it we should get a good return on it i think that's a basic premise and i think it's a great premise uh, first and foremost it's typically called marketplaces and you know debt marketplaces or you know paid uh, uh, assets marketplaces but that's what they do i think the problem really if you look at it from a business point of view a small business guy and i have this favorite example i give and i will give this example so anupam you walk into a restaurant and you want to pay by credit card and uh, not today it's very simple you just pay by credit card you don't even think about it but let's say that i make it little interesting for you i tell you vanupam before you give the credit card the credit card by the way has no bank name on it um you it's just a credit card with 16 digits on it and all of the other information you have to now go to an app uh, put this information that you want to pay 250 rupees in the restaurant and bunch of people are going to now climb in and say it's a bunch of banks saying that anupam mere se le lo mere se le lo mere se le lo and uh, this is a cashback this is a cashback you actually can figure out which is the best cashback giving bank and then choose that option great idea right i mean to say that look i will actually be able to maximize the cashback i am getting on every transaction and i can choose at the point of time when i am making the sale you know or the payment imagine doing this 3 4 5 times a day by the third time of the day you will go to the atm take out money and <laughs> give cash to that fellow you will say bhaiya you know <laughs> i can't do this you know i can do this once in a while and that's my only problem with these marketplaces the amount of time okay. and energy okay. you require to something that you do regularly many times a day is just too much right yeah. you know so you know i am an uh, industrial engineering guy but practice and we do a lot of operations research too much optimization is also bad for life mm-hmm. you know you don't want to every transaction if you want to find the best deal uh, then that's your job Yeah. then you should not be doing a business right i mean now uh, so i think that's the only thing i have again i just but i think as a thesis yes it, i think it's good the two of us are old school we believe in keeping things simple i want a good rate of return but i also want safety and accessibility i get what you're saying rab uh thank you for your perspective on that so folks that's it that is a wrap on this episode of pesa pesa my guest ram ayer founder and ceo at vyana networks ram thank you thank you so much for doing this for our listeners hey thanks a lot anupam for having me on the show as i said great and i like those questions yeah keep it coming thank you thank okay. you so much thank ram you. folks you know how to reach out to ram and listeners if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are ivm podcast on twitter and instagram and if you want to reach out to me i am your host anupam gupta b50 on twitter and thank you so much for listening to paisa paisa